Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Welcome to Shooting the Gap. Welcome. That is how I roll. Don't move rolling. the mic away from me. You know my voice gets really flat. Like that. Oh, it's the look at the Miller Lite can. It's the old school one. They're bringing it back. That's from childhood. Awesome. Everybody's br- they're childhood? bringing back everything. Well, I remember seeing those all the time. Oh. I mean, I'm a Mexican. Events there was Miller Lite. Oh. It's just how it goes. Did they call it Miller Lite? Mm-hmm. Did so they call it Miller Lite? Call it beer me. They call it beer me. That means go get me a beer. <laughs> Dare me, Lisa. <laughs> oh, I love you, Dad. Marge! <laughs> beer! Well, what are you drinking on tonight, Mr. Silva? Java. I got the Javas. Yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling solo tonight. Well, that's not what I mean, but we're not drinking solo tonight. Solo Sobro? Solo Sobro. We're rolling. I'm having some coffee Venti? myself. Do we roll Twenty. Venti! That's Italian. Also Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Romantic language. There's a movie, Role Models. When he's like, Venti. No, it's not. It's Venti. No, it's 20 ounce. <laughs> what a large. Venti, Venti is large. Venti is large. No, Venti no, is it's not. 20. Venti is 20. Congratulations, you're stupid in two languages. <laughs> it's a good movie. It is. Uh, well... We just got to get into the NBA draft because that was big stuff and there's big things going on with the NBA draft because of all the implications. And I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what uh, Ryan Silva thought of the first three picks if they went the way he thought it was going to go. Yes. <laughs> oh, Care you, want elaborate? you want an elaboration on, on that? Dynamite um, drop in Silva. Because, no, uh, seriously though, I did. I don't know... I don't think um, the Cavaliers could have gone wrong going Parker or Wiggins. It wasn't... It's not like the first three picks were a shock. I wasn't, no. I wasn't completely surprised that the Cavaliers went Wiggins. Um, Ralph Wiggins? Of course. Dude, it's about time that guy had all skills. Me bad at grammar? I my Wookiee. Yeah. I just said my nose keep... I just got my nose and finger out of there. (laughs) That, yeah, that Wiggins. My cat's Um. breath smells like cat food. (laughs) Your breath smells like dead bunnies. (laughs) Um, I don't think they could have gone wrong uh, taking Parker or Wiggins. I'm pretty pretty sure everybody had them simultaneous one and two. Didn't really matter who went where. Um... That's where I disagree, because I, I really thought Parker was going to go to Cleveland. I, I just thought that was the spot to go. Instant offense, just penetration with a, with a point guard like Kyrie Irving. I think he's a better player than Wiggins. I think that they draft Wiggins on the ceiling and the athletic ability. I get that. But as far as just like going and get him, I thought Jabari was the... And I'm not just biased. I'm just thinking like the way the game is now, one-on-one matchups, getting to the rim, did getting his, fouls. Did, 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 that late, did that late season... I mean, we saw Jabari Parker explode early. No, because get his every shot one of, and no, do things early, no, and then because, he had sort of that slump. No, because every one of those freshmen had that. 
Every one of those big name freshmen had that. Julius Randle might have dropped in the draft because he wasn't as good as he was the first fifteen to twenty games of the yeah, season. The freshman fifteen. Andrew Wiggins, exactly, good one. Andrew Wiggins was not as good as he was at the beginning of the season. He had terrible games later on, worse games than Parker did. Um, I, I don't think so, I, because that they all suffered from that. So if that was a reasoning that he wasn't the you worst one. you feel then that maybe it was Wiggins just has a lot of raw athletic ability? I that, know that's what it was. That they just decided that's just his, just enough of the edge. I can't disagree with it. The kids got game. I'm not saying they were wrong. I just thought that, that Parker was the, the fit because of the, the, the jump shot he can hit when he's just looking at you, when he's in triple threat position. Pass, dribble, shoot. He can just... Dump it right in your face. He can get to the rim. He can dribble, shake you, hit a jump shot, fade away, hook. Just the instant offense that he brings to a team like Cleveland that, honestly, with Kyrie not being the best of defenders and not the best supporting cast around them, they would have to build. They're going to have to build more now, I think, because they're not going to have that instant offense. Um, they would want to score more points. They would want to run and gun. And Not that Wiggins can't do it, but I know that Parker's going to do it offensively. He might be another mellow because his defense really is – Suffered, and that's why he should have stayed in school. Uh, and Coach K, you know, he'll teach you how to play defense. He'll teach you how to play basketball. I, I, I think that that was where they were going. But if they're, if they're thinking future and, and whatnot, that's that's cool. I mean, Wiggins is going to be a stud. I'm positive of that, too. But I, it's just not the same thing. He chooses you. <laughs> that's how they should have done it. The Cavaliers choo choo choose you. <laughs> there's B and there's a B on it. <laughs> oh my! Uh, I was surprised. Number three. I was Number surprised three. Uh, that they did take MB, but he's a stud. I, I think he will be. I just you hope he stays healthy, man. I mean, he has that. That there's been big guys recently in the last ten years that have just not been able to maintain the health. And he has the <clears throat> big guy major problem, which is the stress fracture on the foot. Mm-hmm. A huge... I, it, it's, I don't know... I don't know if getting it young is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if this is like one of those like, well, does he have it now and now he's you know going to be prone to them? Is Because, I mean, it happens... Tell... Tell Chinese kid. God damn it. Yeah, Yao Ming. Yao Ming. Can't uh-huh. remember, I can't remember his name. I'm pretty sure that's happened what... happened to Yao. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. He, he got one. And, and it just kept and coming just back. kept coming, coming back. back. Every time he tried sure to come Odin's back, had that issue as well. Odin, Odin's um, been having that issue. Same um, thing. It's, 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 I th- but other guys have come back from it too. The taller you are, I think it's harder to. The more weight on you. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not necessarily a huge kid. He's going to put more weight on. He's already like 247, 250. So... But it's a lean muscle type deal. Mm-hmm. I think it's more just about your body. So, I mean, if, if he can bounce back to it, it's not necessarily just the injury. But what we've seen recently is that it, it, it doesn't... It's a risky third pick, but if it pays off, the guy's got a ceiling as big as Wiggins. It's not like they're going in. Even in the East, I don't think it's not like the 76ers are going anywhere. They, well, that, I wanted to talk about that later, too, because they, uh, they drafted a point guard. Um, they drafted, I forget which one it was, I didn't write it down, that's what I wanted to talk about. And Michael <laughs> Carter-Williams, they just drafted him a lottery pick two years ago. Or was was it even last season? I think it was last, last season. season. And, I mean, they're already drafting another point guard that doesn't necessarily fit right in with him. Um, so it looks like he's going to be going somewhere. Also, the Boston Celtics selected Marcus Smart. That's a point guard. 
almost modeled like Rondo. He's a little bit better of a shooter, but he's not that good of a shooter. And that's pretty much like Rajon's gone. So look out, Nuggets, go do something with something. Go get Rajon Rondo or something. Dude, make something happen. You think uh, drafting Marcus Smart means they're replacing Rajon Rondo? They're not. The, it's not. I don't think that they would play together. They're the same player. It wouldn't make sense so to put them on the much, floor. They're too much alike that it just doesn't. It, it seems. It seems moronic. Honestly, even the pick was like, that's what everyone said too. And I was like, why are they picking him? Because he's got that game. He's not the same body type. It's not the exact same thing. But what they do well are kind of the same things. And what they don't do well are kind of the same things. It, it's, it's, it was a weird pick. It was a weird pick. I, I, liked, uh, I liked Randall going to, to the Lakers, the power forward I from Kentucky. Was, I thought it was an excellent pick for they the They were Lakers. probably stoked. They were like, he's still there. I can't believe he fell to them to and he he had the like we were saying earlier I thought I honestly thought too, I, I thought the Celtics well the I thought the Celtics were going to take him I was, yeah. I was a little surprised what, when they took right, him actually when, when they came up I said the Randall that's they just like Garnett's gone replaced that attitude with another tough minded player who likes to play defense like, I mean he's not a full shot blocker but he'll D you the fuck up and he can get to the rim who knows maybe you can, you can I mean you can develop shot blocking skills that's mm-hmm. I mean that's Especially in the NBA, when you have that talent. I mean, if you if you got the physical ability, you can you can teach somebody how to how to be a good shot blocker. You can teach them good defense. There's a lot to learn going into the NBA, especially since these guys are just one and dones. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked about that before. It's totally killing the NBA. They just they really need. I I think both the NCAA and the NBA would benefit from. Giving, making guys go two years. I'm hoping they do. I mean, because I'd like to, I'd like to see what college basketball looked like with. I mean, imagine if we got to see Kobe Bryant go out and play college ball mm-hmm. anywhere. I mean, well, just it outside been, of the fun to just watch. You outside know? of just, the entertainment factor, let's just think about these people as young men. Let's give them a chance to develop something else in case they break their leg and right. or do something. I mean, if they're getting a free education, they can do something. They can find opportunities. There's going to be kids that aren't going to use it, two but years. make them do something. Make if they them have do two something. years, I mean, you can get a lot of these guys to get a general studies mm-hmm. a, a degree. Or I mean, find something a, else they might like to do. An associate's degree in general Besides studies right now. They football. can at least take those credits. You know, they destroy their knee or ankle and can never play ball again. They can take those credits and go to another school and finish their schooling. And they're already halfway there. Yeah, they might have to pay for it, but well, at least well, they made a, at least they made an NBA check before hold on. they got there. Hold on, what what needs to happen? And this goes outside of we're kind of getting off topic, but I'll make it quick. What needs to happen with that to work is the NCAA needs to guarantee your scholarship as far as that goes, mm-hmm. and not fucking rip it from you when when that happens. Yep. That's when they're getting fucked. Like these players have enough to deal with when they have when that happens. You don't turn your back on them. That's what has to happen for that to work. But I, I understand. What you're I, bl- saying. I believe they're trying to work out something like that right now. Where, but I mean, you know, if he doesn't do anything fucking, to get his scholarship taken away from him, don't take it from him. He shouldn't. Ha- they shouldn't have it take. Be, it shouldn't be taken away from injury. No, because he he got the scholarship because of his ability, and you were going to be making money off the kid if he played the whole damn time. It's not his fault he got hurt. I. My guess would be he wouldn't want his knee or ankle or head, neck, back, whatever, fucked up the rest of his life. Mm. You know, either. I, I, my guess would be that wouldn't be his choice also. So, 
I'm with you on that. But, you know, baby steps in the NCAA, they're only just now telling these guys that you can feed them whenever you want. Well, I was going to keep it quick, but we got into it a little bit more. I wanted to talk about the Nuggets. <laughs> My fault. I want to talk about the Nuggets. Just what I thought. Nuggets. Just one more thing about the draft? You want to talk one more thing? One more thing about We're still talking draft. Oh, okay. okay. Talking Nuggets draft. Okay. Just when I thought the Nuggets were going to did a great pick, and I was like, wow, they actually addressed a situation that they needed to address with this basketball team. They got a pure scorer, a guy that can get a shot anytime he wants. I don't care what anyone says about McDermott. No, he's white. This ain't Mark Morrison. This is not the same type of player. This kid can shoot. This kid can drive. This kid can dribble. This kid can get position. He knows basketball. He's not J.J. Redick. He's not any of these guys. This guy is a quality basketball player, and he's going to be in the league. He's going to average 20 points for, over his career. I firmly believe that. This guy is a stud. The Nuggets drafted him and got rid of him right away, and I think it's a terrible, terrible thing to do. Uh, again, just disappointment with this fucking franchise, and I am cursed to watch fumble over their fucking feet like drunk teenagers all the goddamn time. So much so that you Stupid. just choose to root for players instead of the team. They've, they've destroyed my faith. I have to root for players. I'm with you. Every time I think, uh, well, every time I think people, dude. that Ugh. they couldn't possibly make the team any more mediocre, they prove me wrong. It, it's, <laughs> it's like they're fucking with me. It's like they're, oh yeah, Gonzo, watch this, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> and it comes right at you. Dude. They're like, I bet you we can average 23 wins a season. We, we can't even keep them here because we don't want them. He was a nugget for like 10 minutes. Ten minutes, dude, and then gone. I was, I was like, cool. I, I'm stoked to see what this can do, man. Let's, let's keep some of these guys and build around this kid. Nope. Let's go get another center from out of this country, which has worked yeah. so well for the Nuggets. I'm not dissing this kid's game, but I'm just talking the history of the Nuggets. He can't be feeling good about walking into this I and a shooting guard. You know, they, they look at, they look <laughs> at the Spurs, the and they're all player. like, you know what we need? We need a center who can ball just like Tim Duncan. It's well, like, he was okay. taking number three, and he might well. not play. So <laughs> there wasn't one. You gotta, what the fuck, dude? It's like, yeah, well, okay, um, except for they also have, like, Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. Yeah, and, and, let's, and, and Tim they Duncan... They actually have, like, real... They have real guards, like, that people would actually want on their team. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily saying that nobody would want Ty Lawson. I think I think three quarters of the league would love to have Ty Lawson on their team. It's just like that's that can't be your only piece. I, just, I don't see an offensive. They even went worse. It's like they're trying to go so defensive minded because they just re-signed Aaron Afalo. Well, Which, yeah, let's bring another player back that we got rid of. Another thing that Denver does that we got all the rid time. of. <laughs> it's fucking so stupid. Got rid of him. Like, yeah, we don't need him. Yeah, we don't need anybody who plays defense. That's silly, especially since you got rid of all the guys who can play offense. That's a terrible idea. Go Nuggets. <laughs> it's it's frustrating, but 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 I'm just kind of used to it. I, I see who we got. I mean, this kid out of Michigan State. Gary Harris, he's he's a player, but I, I don't see him as he's yeah. not the same. I, he's I've watched Michigan State. Player. I know who he is. I, I watched him. Okay, I, is he Doug McDermott? No, Yusuf Nurkic, Nurkic, N U R K I C. I'm not being a dick. I don't know how to pronounce that. 
Um, I think he's from Doug? Croatia. You're Croatian. Oh wait, no, that's me. I don't remember where he's from. I'm, I'm totally talking out of my ass with that. He could be from. I don't know. Places. Probably not Croatian. Yeah, that's my, I have no idea. He was he was projected a mid first round pick and got they I got know, a bull draft and traded over. You're pro Asian. Uh, that just that just sucked. Um, but there's yeah. also been speculation with the Heat wanting to move up to get that point guard Nate Napier out of UConn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they moved up, but I think they traded for him. They traded for him, and they got him. I mean, I can't believe Shabazz Napier fell that far. I like. can't. He had he had a good tournament. He had a good tournament. I I don't see I don't. You see. can believe that he fell that far? Uh-huh. I thought there was that kid that that dropped it out of uh, out of bleh, Louisiana Lafayette that point guard. Uh, that got picked number ten is huge talent. Marcus Smart would have been number one player last year, and there was a lot of other players outside of point guards. And honestly, it's a point guard heavy league. There are teams that need a point guard, but they were actually kind of further down. So I, 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 I he wasn't the best point guard, and I think his oh, stock, no. I think his stock rose because of the tournament. Obviously, because he played very well. <coughs> but no, I figured he would have been fourth. Fourth, fifth point guard taken. I like Shabazz Napier. We talked about mm-hmm. that. Dude, but do the, the Heat like him that much that it's like done to entice LeBron back? Um. Well, LeBron said it's his favorite player. Yeah. I, he I said mean, you'd, you'd, no, he didn't say it's his favorite player. He said you'd be crazy to not draft Shabazz Napier. Oh. Kind of hinting that he wants it to happen. But, I mean... I don't know. Maybe he stays in Miami. It's always hard to say because if I don't hear that said in context, I want to hear the whole conversation. I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear how it was said, how the question was asked, and then how it was stated. Mm. You know, like if somebody could have said, like, "Oh, what what do you think about Shabazz Napier? Oh, you'd be crazy not to draft him. He's a good player." But I mean, somebody asked you a specific question about a specific guy. I mean, I'm gonna say something specific about the guy. You know, he's he's a I good mean, does, player. Is he, that what, did he say that? Or is it just like rumor mill shit where they're like, oh yeah, he's, he's really high. They're, he's really high on that kid. Is that going to be the breaking thing? And then then what? He comes back for why? I mean, why Because of Shabazz Napier? Does that really make them that much better of a team? Do they beat the San Antonio Spurs because of Shabazz Napier? No. Not based off of what I saw no. last year. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> He's Not what I saw in the finals guard. this time around, no. He's, he's, he's 6'1". He's, he's 175 pounds. He's a little kid. Now, guys like that can make it, but I don't see him being as quick as Tony Parker at all. I mean, that was college basketball. I mean, everyone looks a little bit slower when they get to the NBA. I, I, just, I, just, I mean, that's not going to put you past a team like the Spurs it's, it's, who are going to be right back well, in I, next year, and what, as far what, as I'm concerned. What were you going to do realistically? I mean, I guess... I guess you could have. I, I guess he would have probably played better than Chalmers, but is uh, Super Nintendo Chalmers? Chalmers, Chalmers? Super Nintendo Chalmers. Let's, let's, Super, I'm sorry. Super let's Nintendo let's look Chalmers. at Chalmers playing poorly in, in this year, but also remember that he was a key to a lot of games back in the other. The when they won the two rings, Chalmers was heralded as doing a good mm-hmm. job and underrated. So the, league, the league is the league is fickle mm-hmm. when it comes to that. So I mean, they haven't cut Chalmers or anything like that. He's going to stick around there. I mean, they're talking about dealing Trent Cole and packaging him with stuff in case of of bringing someone in to entice LeBron to come back. And, I mean, really, Trent Cole? I mean, he was the backup to Chalmers 
and he didn't do shit. I mean, these are, they don't really have a lot to do. So I guess bringing in a rookie point guard is their best option at this Isn't point. Isn't it almost their only option unless they bring in Melo? I guess if you want to put two dickheads on the same team, one's a black hole and the other one thinks he's the king. I mean, it, that doesn't win you the title either. It just that makes it worse because Melo's worse at defense than any of those guys on that team. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, it'd be like 146 to 116. They might score some more points, but the Spurs are going to destroy him. And I, I really just don't, I don't know. I, and you told me that I said that, that he, he was going, that Melo and, and LeBron were doing, bullshit. <laughs> I did not say that, you fucking liar. I said all oh, kinds man. of things. I said all kinds you know, of things. You upset a, me. He's a base cover. I could, I could tell. I got called names. <laughs> With LeBron, you never know. It changes all the time. I think I speculated more on Kevin Love because I was hoping he'd like opt out or get traded, and I'm still hoping that works out. Well, he needs out. to be traded. He can't opt out yet. Not yet. He needs, but the, everybody wants him to sign a long-term deal, and he's probably just not going to. And I think the Minnesota Timberwolves need to get used to that idea. That they're not going to be able to trade him because of the exact same reason that they're trying to trade him. It, it could go. It, you know what it could come down to is a, is another mellow situation. How mellow went to the Knicks, where it's like, all right, well, we'll give you Kevin Love, but you you're gonna have to give up like half your team for him. The the idea you're of you have to give a salary dump. That that Minnesota Timberwolves are gonna have to take a salary dump because that's what you do when you give away a good player to another team. You take their salary dump and. Like, usually two of their good players. Mm-hmm. So, but that's going to mean, I mean, like the Nuggets, that Nuggets-Denver trade, or the Knicks-Nuggets trade was ridiculous. That was like one of the most ridiculous trades I think I've ever seen in sports. Where Both teams like, were competitive. Where it was well, like, no, the Nuggets were more competitive before the Knicks became competitive. It, it was like, two. It was like here's two really good talents and a guy who rides the bench... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes sees it in garbage time minutes for basically your whole fucking team. The whole thing. All of your starters. I think it was like four of their starters. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, I, I know it's going to be different. Melo's going somewhere else. That's what I know. You don't think Melo follows Ravon or vice versa? I, I don't. I'm not that part. I'm saying that he's not going to stay in New York. I don't think he's staying in New York. Well, he's already opted out, so he's definitely not. Well, staying you can in New York. still sign back, but I mean, if he's not, I don't the, think, I he's think not he's the not kind staying. of player that's going to like opt out to cut his money to bring people. He just doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. Not at all. He has to go somewhere because maybe he's finally realizing that he is Robin. You're a side man, dude. You are not the guy. You can't be the guy. You have to have a guy with you. LeBron figured it out. Carmelo has to figure it out too. That's what needs to happen. I mean, LeBron's no. LeBron knows he's here now. Like no matter what, I don't care how many finals he goes to, he's gonna end up like Peyton Manning. He's gonna have more finals losses than Super Bowls. The way the Peyton is right now, we'll talk about that in a month. But <laughs> I mean, no one talks it made about me sad for a second. Nobody talks about LeBron like that. You know, nobody mentions that. I mean, he's lost more finals than he's won. That's just how it goes. That's that's right there, dude. And did you see the billboard? That they put up in uh, San Antonio. I loved it. That was beautiful. <laughs> For those of you that hadn't seen it, just just uh, Google it. It's the the billboard dissing LeBron in San Antonio. It's a good one. So we do know of one team he's not going to, right? Pretty sure they don't. Why would they even want him? <laughs> I mean, we pretty much like, we could pretty much name five teams he's definitely not going to. He's yeah. not going to Denver. No, 
He's not going to Philly. Probably not going to go to Portland. He's not going to Portland. <laughs> He's not going to San Antonio. We're not going to see him in Charlotte anytime soon. Um, It'd be funny if he ended no up in Memphis. L- the LA Clippers thing is Charlotte. intriguing. The LA Clippers thing is intriguing. You know that. You know what's interesting about it is I would actually be intrigued to see if he's actually willing to go through the tougher conference to win another. He, points. but that's the thing. I like, and, and everybody keeps saying that. So he'll probably stay in the Eastern Conference. I mean, who? Like we are calling this guy the greatest ever, and he'll stay where it's weakest. Doesn't he want the challenge? I, I, I don't, I don't know, man. He's he's ran away from the challenges. He, he left Cleveland when he couldn't do it with the with the cast that he got him there. That's your turn to win the shit, dude. Those guys, you made guys, you know, Mo, Mo Williams was an eighteen to twenty point game scorer. Everyone acts like that team was not that good, but I mean, those guys put up numbers. Ilgauskas was putting up numbers. They had good. They had good little pieces around them. That I mean, that that Cav, those Cavs teams were probably. Probably one half decent defender and probably one better shooter mm-hmm. away. Well, they I were. Mean, they, they were, were close. I, I think they were. I think they were close. That that team, those teams were good enough that if they had, if they had a better, if they had a better guy under the rim, I, I think they could have defensively. I think they could have done more, and I. It, but LeBron elevated that whole team, so it's like really hard to say. That's like, what great players do. He just couldn't get it done, and he had to go follow another great player. He had to bring another quote-unquote I mean, great player with him. You know, it's there's five guys on the court, so it makes sense. I mean, to be honest with you, to to follow, to have a big three. I mean, that me that to me that makes a lot of sense. We, I guess I'm just saying, like, if you go look at look at the the Cleveland Cavaliers team, just go check them out and see where they were drafted. What they did, they're gonna they're going to really add up to where like Horace Grant was drafted, Scottie Pippen, fucking John Paxson, Steve Skirt, Steve Kerr, BJ Armstrong, Bill Cartwright, these these guys. I mean, you just make it work, and that's what I'm saying. He wasn't gonna do it. You know how many times the Bulls got beat by the Pistons and the Celtics just trying to get to the finals before they finally got there and broke through? Like he got spoiled because he got there right away, because he was that good. He should have won those, man. He should have stayed in Cleveland. Like, this is how that storybook should have gone. There should be rings in Cleveland. He could have brought people there. He could have brought people there. He didn't have people to go. People would have gone. Yeah. He didn't have to go. And that's Cleveland. Do it for him. That That's the bigger story. Running to Miami and winning the title, dude. This whole thing, I'm so glad he went. He won two titles and it's almost over. I mean, if he stays, we'll see. I mean, he's a great player. I imagine he's going to win another NBA title or two. I'm sure, if, I'm sure if things don't look clear enough for him to get in anywhere else, he'll probably just go right back to Miami, but... We'll see what he does. We got to get out of this. Are you ready for some top five, Doug? Yep. I think we've kept you silent long enough. Oh, that's fine. I'm sexting <laughs> Ryan's daughter to shut the fuck up. Okay. You're sexting my daughter to shut the fuck up? Yep. That's not cool, Doug. You have her phone number? Well. And you're sexting her? <laughs> I mean, silent texting, right? That's not what Is sexting. that what sexting is? No. It's when you're sexting with your phone on, or texting when your phone on, uh, phone's on mute? No, Doug. That's not oh. what sexting is. And when I'm you're talking about penises and shit. Penises and shit? Penises well, some people and vaginas. Generally overseas. Overseas vaginas? Uh, muffin muffins. So which top five should we do last? Let's do the, the, let's do the pop culture last. Correct, yes. We, we will do the uh, top five. Uh, we're uh, doing divisions. We're doing the AFC, so we're doing the AFC South, starting off with the Tennessee Titans. I'll go first. 
Uh, going Titans, second, right? Yeah, he's going second. We're including he's going Oilers. number two right now. Uh, Titans <laughs> slash Oilers, uh, all-time greats. <laughs> Honorable mentions, Steve McNair, Billy White Shoes Johnson, and Ernest Givens. Uh, number five, Javon Curse, personal favorite of mine. Uh, University of Florida Gator, known as the Freak. Um, had great years there. Wasn't there a long time. But he was on that. Super- he wasn't there for a long time. He was about five years. He was on that Super Bowl team. He made the runs. He was a Pro Bowler. He was an All Pro. He was one of the best um, defensive uh, ends in the game at that time. He was a prototypical defensive end of what you see now. These big, strong, lean guys, tall guys, like who just, got, who just got drafted number one overall is you know the kind of athlete that Javon Curse was. Like Gators, Doug. Love them. I love Gators. Is that what you're asking? I like Curse. Ing. Also, also, he's one of the toughest fucking dark elves you're ever going to come across. Jesus, let's go to your number four. Number four. Returning from the nerd forest. <laughs> Eddie George. Eddie George. Eddie George. Uh, I'm glad he made your list too. I was thinking you were going to make fun of me. No way. Heisman Trophy winner, dude. Ohio State. I'm not an Ohio State fan, but I loved Eddie George. And he was a tough-nosed runner. He ran for more than 10,000 yards. He was on that Super Bowl team. He was a, he was a different kind of uh, tailback. Six foot three. Uh, He's a big guy. Tall. Like, you know, he wasn't hiding in the holes. He was coming through them. Like Christian Okoye type style. He was a big, strong guy. You know guy. what I think is different about the way he ran is the way... Eddie George used to run was he um, he ran like a much uh, more like elusive runner like for a, a guy his size he was shifty he he was able he was, to, he was able to shift his he would, he could make move he could put moves on a guy like he he's a five ten he, he two hundred pound back but he was a big dude and he could run right past people he could run right through people if he wanted outside of- he just run he just run right up the middle put his freaking helmet down and go. Ten yards. I love the way Eddie Jordan run. He was one of my favorite players. Like a gator. Outside of college football, he like wasn't like blinding speed. He wasn't gonna run past you, no. but he he was just always getting yards, scoring touchdowns. Eddie George was great. I saw him at uh, the Pavilions movie theater. I went to go see um, what was it? We had we Me had uh, no, we had uh, free passes to see the strangers, and there was this fucking not Mulan. There was this karate. School there? No, it was it was fucking. Uh, what was that stupid movie from the video game about the sniper? Hitman. It was the Hitman movie, and they were doing a skit from the Hitman movie, and it's like all these little kids doing karate, and I was like, I'm gonna go piss. So I, so I walk out. I probably look like a dickhead, the only guy walking out. I'm rocking a Pantera hoodie. I got on these fucking. <laughs> Have you seen the main character in Hitman? He kind of looks like a literal dickhead. I've got these ripped jeans on, and I've got a bandana on, and I'm walking around stoned. I'm having a good time, and Eddie George comes walking by. With his girlfriend, I assume. It was because Monday Night Football or something was in town when he was doing an analyst, maybe Sunday night, whatever. And um, I was like, hey, Eddie George! And these kids, like I said it all out, and he was like, what's up, man? And these kids didn't know what I was doing. They were looking at me weird, and I said, it's a Heisman Trophy winner! Respect! I just went to the now, bathroom. Is he on a video cool. game? It was cool. I enjoyed that. Gator. Shut you. Number three, Warren Moon. If there was anyone who threw the ball harder than John Elway, it was probably I'm Warren Moon. How far down your, his list you, he is. 
I, I go with uh, just more personal favorites on this in, in history. But well, one, I just I, I really thought Warren Moon would be your number one, so I'm really shocked he's your number three. Well, it'll make sense when you get to my number one. Okay. But I loved Warren Moon. He was the run and shoot offense, the first one ever really to do it in the uh, NFL and dominate, except for the playoffs. <laughs> or whenever he played John Elway. John Elway or the Bills. <laughs> Hear that, James? That was a good. You guys did something right, eh? You guys don't suck all the time. <laughs> Just most of the time. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Just when it's wide left. Uh, Earl Campbell. Another Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, one of the baddest fucking men on the planet when he was playing ball, dude. If his knees hadn't beast. gone to shit, he would have he would have broken all the records. Eddie George wouldn't have caught him. <coughs> uh, Earl Campbell was amazing. He was he's the guy. If you if you haven't seen it, if you see that old clip from the seventies where he's just running through everybody and they're ripping his jersey off, and he just runs out of his jersey and scores a touchdown. He's just a fucking brute, dude. The guy dies like this. He was mean. Played for Texas in college. The guy was a stud. And number one, just because he's an all-time great, like first ballot Hall of Famer, period, there was no doubt about it. Best left tackle maybe of all time, except Anthony Munoz. Uh, Bruce Matthews, dude. That, that is, he is prototypical offensive lineman. Uh, 15 years, all pro, I think, every year. Um, maybe even longer. Like he, It was his Cinderella story if they would have got that, that half a yard. In the Super Bowl, it would have been Bruce, Bruce Matthews' Super Bowl. It would have been, you know, McNair and Eddie George and whatnot, but mm-hmm. Bruce Matthews was, was that guy. I, I think he's like an old-school throwback football player. He's responsible for for uh, offspring and DNA that's in the NFL now. Uh, fucking, fucking Bruce Matthews, number one. Uh, number five. Um, my list has a couple people that aren't on. Or I think just one. Nope, just one. One guy different, just a little bit ordered. Uh, number five is Eddie George. Word. It's fucking incredible. I'm glad we got that. I was, I was really, I was sweating the, I was sweating the thought that you might not have him on your list at all. I was thinking Gonzo's probably gonna make fun of me for putting Eddie George on here, but fuck him, I'm gonna put him on there. Yeah, why, why would you? I, mean, I don't know. I just assumed. Unusual. Sometimes people from Ohio State get hated on by it, the guns. It, it wasn't full on hate for Ohio State. They hadn't just start, you know, <laughs> the NCAA. Yeah, like I couldn't hate them all the way. The yet. NCAA wasn't sucking them off all the time yet. They didn't <laughs> play in the worst conference and go get their ass kicked all the time by the SEC. Number four, Bruce Matthews. Cool. Well, at least he's on there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, number three, Steve McNair. And I put Steve McNair on my list because that dude used to play with a ton of fucking injuries that all the time. Tough bastard, man. He was a tough son of a bitch. He was hard to tackle. He was elusive. That's why he I had to give throw. him a shout out, man. I had to. He was just I, that good. I, I love the way Steve McNair played. If he, if he played on a team, I, I mean, every year. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy, co-MVP. He was awesome. He was, he was a stud, just dude. a fucking stud. He, wherever he went, he played well. It was it sucks how it ended. Um, it sucked how his life ended. Yeah. That was not, was, it's not a way a guy like that should go out. But it is what it is. Women are crazy, so there's that. <laughs> uh, number two, Earl Campbell. Because when I was young, I, I had to get Earl Campbell on this list because I was like, oh my God. When I was young, and I'd see you'd see that old footage, just fucking old footage. 
It looks older. NFL it looks older on standard definition. And you're watching NFL films with Steve Sable. You're just watching it. I was when I was young. I was really impressed with him, and I, I really liked him. And I just, I didn't even like football that much when I was like super young. But I, I used to watch that, and I loved Earl Campbell. He was a stud. Just has that name too, Earl Campbell. Just it was, like a it was player, just, man. yeah. Sound like a football like player. Old school football player sounding, you know. Mm-hmm. Shit. And then number one, Warren Moon. I was really shocked he wasn't your number one. I know you like Warren Moon. I love, love him. Outside, uh, outside of all those, you know, quarterbacks who was popular to love, your Jim Kelly's, Joe Montana's, John Elway's. Mm. I love Warren Moon. Me too. I used to. I was. I. I liked beating him when we did. <laughs> it was funny because I didn't think cause, we were gonna. Because like those games usually started out with us like looking. He was just carving us up, and then all of a sudden we'd clamp down, and Elway would get us the victory. He would cut, bring them all the way back to score a touchdown, like eighty-five yards. We should have lost. And dude. Then we would go all the Fourth way down. <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't think I laughed any harder when I was like what nine years old and watching Warren Moon just chuck that cup like in the yeah. water like all over the place and everybody was like No, you were eleven. You were eleven. Eleven. I, I was twelve when that happened. Yes. No, it was the, like it was right before my twelfth birthday. Because that's when we lost to the Buffalo Bills. Another comment. That's when we lost to the Buffalo Bills in the AFC championship game. Um, on my birthday, so it was like the week before my birthday, and yeah, we were building yep. the basement out, and we were watching it downstairs. My buddy, my dad's buddy, family friend so Dave right. Anderson so was there. Yeah, nine. So you, because you've been turning eleven, so it's nine. Oh, beautiful. Good call, brother. Good call. I just remember the year. I just, sure. I remember. I just remember the look on his face and how he like he was sitting on the sideline. He was like soaking it up, like, oh, yeah, finally I broke it. I, mm. I did it. And then Elway brought him all the way back, and he's like watching the whole series, like, ha, ha. It, it and was, then they got that fourth down, and he's like, Sarah! that's when I knew it, dude. Like you can after stuff like that, and that was one of the biggest ones to ever see. John Elway was the best. <laughs> Warren Moon was the quarterback that should have had some playoff, you know, hype. There should have been a Super Bowl in Warren Moon's. Future. He wasn't been, the only one, but there should have been a. This one's for Warren. If I mean the, the the Buffalo Bills thing was just ridiculous. It was like a steamroll shit. It was like watching the whole Broncos Super Bowl that just happened. Basically, everything in the second half just did not go right. It went horribly wrong. Not just wrong, the worst it could possibly go. Uh, it, I Warren, man. great player. He could have been on my number one. No problem. Doug, robots, robots. Who's going first? I guess I'll go first since you went first. Let Doug go last. Number five, Flight of the Navigator. Oh! Almost did that one. Bam! But was that That a robot or was that an alien? It was a robot. It was a robot, okay. It was an alien spacecraft that was Piloted piloted by a robot. Okay. I, by the way, did my uh, top fives where the robots aren't just in the movie, they are the reason for the movie. Okay. So. Well, no, I was thinking about that, and he's definitely a robot. I mean, yes. it's a communication, it's, it's an alien robot, but it's a robot. It's an alien AI, but he's a robot. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so, that, because our, our parameters, just so Or that it had clear, to have a robot in Is it. that the movie had to have a robot in it. I felt like that was too easy. There's lots of things I could say, Star Trek, uh, 
Star Wars, that kind of thing. So okay. I stayed away from that because those things have are good movies that have robots in them. Okay. So I, stay, I just went with movies that had robots. Number four, Bicentennial Man. <laughs> are you fucking serious? <laughs> I actually like that movie quite a bit because... It, oh, it's the Jubilee of robot movies. It is totally not the Jubilee of robot <laughs> yes, movies. Yes, it is. You're a fucking cold-hearted son of a bitch. Yes, I am. I have the heart of a robot. I'll... That's, it's, you're mean. That's just mean-spirited. He's just a robot who wanted to be people. And in the end... Is AI on your fucking list? He was people. Oh, that movie sucked. Me and some chicken. What the... F- it's the same goddamn movie, movie, but it's a little kid versus an adult. It's Haley Joel It's Osmond. on his list, Doug. Suck dicks. It's on his list. Number three. Short Circuit, because fuck you, Doug. It deserves to be on the list. <laughs> I discounted <laughs> it for accidental racism. I would have gone for Short Circuit too because Michael McKean's in it. He plays Durf. Yes, he's awesome. That's what he said. Or Fred. That's what he said. Mm, Durf. I'm, I'm going with Fred. Number two, The Matrix. Fuck! Bam! That was on my list when I originally built it this morning. Fuck. The Matrix. Bam! Yep. Yep. Number one. It's got to be your number one. I don't understand how you can't have this be your number one. Terminator 2 <laughs> is totally the best fucking robot movie <laughs> fucking ever. It's two robots fighting each other. And the movie is completely one of the best. What's one of the best overall movies ever? I, I don't even listen to a pop culture show, but I, I, I don't really like Terminator 2. What is wrong with you? I can't even look at you for the rest of the show. How do you not like Terminator 2? What? Did you just say? He's a fucking communist, dude. I'm telling you. Traitor to our Ed country. Eddie Furlong's a fucking communist. He didn't suck yet. He was that's the first thing he was in. Why don't you and the rest of your Al Qaeda members go back to wherever place you're from? Go back to your little dirt hole player. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I think you saw my face went. Alright. I'll go next. (laughs) No, 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 I'll go next. No, let Doug go next. His list is gonna suck. Okay. Doesn't have Terminator Actually, 2 in that him. case, let me go last. You can just tear me apart. Let him go last so we can okay. fuck him up. Because his list doesn't even have Terminator 2 on it. So. No, it does not. Um, I, you're probably going to hate mine anyway. So there we go. Number five, Aliens. And I picked Aliens because I like... Because of Bishop. I like Bishop better Okay. than the other alien in, in Alien. Um, or than the other robot in Alien. It, it was a close call with me on the Bishop I, robot. And I just I like Aliens better. Dude, it's way better. It's it's just action. It's there's more aliens. It's more intense. It's got the whatever that it's called yeah, where the Ripley, where fight. Ripley gets him and I got it. Yeah, Michael Let Bay her go, teaches you bitch. How to do it. Michael Bean or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I like that movie a lot. So I picked. Who's in the first Terminator? Yes, he was. Just so you know, he was. He was Reese. Kyle Reese. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a it's the robots like very huge in the movie. So it's not just a, I know it's not a robot movie per se, but. He's a central character. He's one Bishop, of the saving yeah. graces of the movie. Well, and Bishop sets the whole tone for the rest of the, uh-huh. like, all of the like the spin-off series, series yeah. and franchises. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number four, <laughs> I, I figure this is a good one, and, and I'll tell you why too. Spaceballs. Now it's not because of Dot Matrix. It's because the ship. Go. It's because the ship itself is a robot. It turns into Mega Maid at the end. <laughs> She's like, gone from well, suck, suck to, to blow. blow. It's that's like. Total central characters. It's Spaceball One is a fucking robot, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
I thought about this. This is this is why I just left mine to movies that are strictly about robots. This is because this is my about list. Robots. Yeah, my I, list. I'm saying my list is just it would be too big. There, I, I had to chop my list down. Oh, that's the we could do that on okay. hundreds of lists we we do. Okay. Like this. What's your face? I had to chop it. <laughs> well, well, you see where I'm going with it. Yeah. yeah. Number three, just because I liked it, and it ain't nothing like the book because I actually read it. I robot. It's an entertaining movie. I don't call it good, but we'll. I love it. Asimov. Yeah. Uh, the the movie was meh. It's 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 got good special effects. It's a it, Hollywood but it, type but, movie. But one thing that wasn't meant to be a blockbuster. When you read the book, you're like, this wasn't meant to be a. No no no! It's totally it's, it's not like the book at all. It's a complete adaptation. It's a complete based on. But I'm glad they had the three laws. I'm yeah okay. Anyway. They they followed what they were supposed to do. I could go on and on about the three laws, but I'm sure you can. I, yeah. Uh, number number two. Is uh, Revenge of the Jedi? <laughs> I couldn't think of any more. <laughs> what is Revenge of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, sorry. I was okay. gonna say Revenge of the Jedi. I just, is I just took another token. Was the actual original title of it? Yeah, actually, it was. But it was considered too dark. Return of the Jedi. So um, I assume the droids. That's all I got. Like that's kind of a robot. And then your number one Darth is Terminator Two. Darth Vader's like half robot. No, I didn't do. Made. I didn't do cyborgs. I yeah, didn't see, do cyborgs. That's that yeah, robots. That's why I mean I robots. Are two D twos in that movie too? So you're okay. Yeah, there's there's robots. C three PO. Flying machines. There's Astro other droids. Droid. There's you. always droids like floating around and run in the background. There's always different droids going back. <laughs> <laughs> pay attention. There's always little dudes in the back. And number one's Terminator Two, man. There's like there's the classic. I was uh, wondering classic why Terminator. That's that's Arnold. That's you know that, and and he represents very well. He's it's like his best job in a movie probably. Is the T one hundred? And and then the, you have the liquid metal T one thousand robot. The T one thousand. Have is, you seen this boy? That is a uh, like. It was kind of futuristic at the time. And plus, I was eleven, I think, when that came out. And yeah, dude, they said the end of the world blew, was going to be nineteen ninety nine. It blew my mind. It blew my mind when I saw that movie. We got to go to the movie theater. Dad had already seen it and said, "Yeah, you can see this." And we went, <laughs> I mean, we there were just people getting stabbed through the eyes. But yeah. I mean, whatever. Dude, it starts to explain a I lot mean, right now. I right? watched Cops. <laughs> I now, was good to go. But I will no, say it was it was it was like it was awesome going with the family, going to the movie theater, sitting and seeing that in the big screen. It was uh, it's got to lucky you get to see. That here's your here's screen. your crossover That's music cool. fact. Terminator Two was the first movie to have the morphing effect in it, which Michael Jackson, black or white? No, no. The correct answer is Captain EO. Um, no, which actual like rock star that you're actually a big fan of worked on pioneering that special effect? I'll give you a hint. He's used it in his in their videos, but with claymation or stop motion animation. Well, I would say Maynard then or Adam Jones. Uh, Adam Jones. Okay. Adam Jones because he does Adam film. Jones. Adam Jones mm-hmm. is a lot of film. Okay. Yep. He was he was on the T two. He he worked on the actual. Did he really? CGI. Yeah. He, That's he helped cool. pioneer the morphing effect. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. that Fun fact, joke. dude. The more you know. Yeah. All right. You're prepared to tear my shit apart. Uh, <laughs> number five. Prison I'm, I'm right going time. to say. Uh, now, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily first contact or nemesis. 
But I would definitely say the later Star Treks with Data. Okay. Well, the best, the first contact's the best one. First contact, and it's got uh, James Cromwell. Mm-hmm. So Nerd! Dude, I love those movies. Even the shitty ones. Now, yeah, we're going to kind of take a weird... This is a very, very Doug list on this one. Because number four, Iron Giant. <laughs> that was you cool. You don't cry during that movie. You're a goddamn robot. It's been a long time. haven't seen it. Don't know. Yeah, oh, I remember that movie, though. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, extremely early Brad Bird. Uh, then unknown Vin Diesel. Um, okay. Would be the voice of the Iron Giant. Oh, wow. Number three. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Nice. Well, that's when they are robots. That's when they are robots. But such a terrible movie. Oh, God, off. It just... Uh, just you realize that Death was played by the bad guy from Die Hard 2? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's in fucking... And he's like, they gave me the a Melvin. Uh, Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. Um, so... I'm on Terminator 2... <laughs> Which isn't on is your not list. not my number two. Isn't on your list, so... Because clearly... and But a Bill and Ted movie is on your list. I'm just clarifying. It's robot Bill and Ted. And you do a... Uh, uh, fucking totally pop culture you, show. Chuck them over a cliff and, and go... Just, so you're just like awesome. trying to show people how yeah, nerdy... something. We're gonna have to edit that out. I probably will have to edit that out. Uh, now we're gonna have to have a thing. All right, insert. Now a thing. we're gonna have to have a thing. Hold edit up. point. Edit, edit point, Doug. <laughs> I gotta do it to you now. Gonzo's being very well behaved. He is. Uh, number two. Fuck you. <laughs> number two, Robo Jocks. Oh fuck that bullshit. First movie I ever saw with boobs in it, and it had giant robots. It's going to end up on my list. First movie I ever saw with boobs. Belongs with way further down the line. Hey, that could be a pop culture. We'll do top five movies with boobs in them. Uh, I, will, I will already tell you what movie uh, started my uh, sexual awakening. Right there. Sliver. Done. Sliver? Oh, yep. Oh. Are you going to say Fast Times at Ridgemont? Well, I was way ahead of that. I was able to start my... Sexual fantasies with girls with clothes on. <laughs> that, never I think the first vagina I saw was on the movie Wall Street. Charlie Sheen's in bed. Mm-hmm. Girl goes walking by. I was like, Bush! Vagina. <laughs> That's what that is. Uh, by the way, my number one obvious Star Wars. Actually, obvious is Terminator 2. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the best one. I bet. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Star Wars? So you went Star Wars too. I mean, you didn't... He had Bill and Ted. Spaceballs was a much cooler ass. I had much more to go with on that. I went very... And like, it's a good movie. All the Bill movies Ted's you mentioned are very like the good. The Matrix ever. was what I actually thought of earlier today when I went... Which is actually better. When I was rebuilding my it's list. It's not even on your list. It's actually way better than any Bill and Ted movie. I know, but I'm still very proud of Iron Giant. I'll go with the sentimental. But you made fun of Ryan... For doing Bicentennial Man and went and did the animated version. No. No homo. No robo? He's contradicting himself. Like, no, he's, because and the voice AI- is Vin Diesel. <laughs> so Sorry. No, if he had an AI on his fucking list, I'd have been like, well, that's bullshit because it's Bicentennial Man with a little kid. AI. Whatever. 
That little kid, I'm glad he's talking about movies. heartless bastards. He's like, hey, you know that cartoon? Humans. You know that cartoon that I should have been old enough to not cry at at the end? I cried <laughs> at it. I didn't even cry Land Before Time, dude. And I was like, <laughs> did you know they made 13 of them? Yeah. Did you know they, did you see They're that? They're all over Netflix. They're all over the kids' Netflix. Fucking 13 of them. <laughs> See, I knew they made three of them. How I little is Littlefoot going to stay? Yeah, it's like The Simpsons. It just goes on and on. It's just there, yeah. And I found that out falling down, falling down a wiki hole about the fucking Batman animated series. Because the guy's the voice of the creeper in the you animated series. just start series. clicking the blue letters, huh? Did you know that fucking, was it Ivan Reitman? I think Ivan Reitman wrote a script for Batman that was going to star Bill Murray. As Batman, uh, the original before Tim Burton, Come yeah, on. and mm-hmm. Tim Burton ended up getting the rights to it instead of because it was right after Ghostbusters. It was it was so good. It, it, it was going to be right like now. a uh, uh, Adam West esque like yeah. camp, kind of yeah. It's gonna be campy. Yeah, thank, well, I think more campy than it was. There was I mean, I think, looking back now, you look at Jack Nicholson, you're like, I think Joe Silver wrote one a script that was Joe Silver. Hold on, a different one. Um, no, no, Schumacher. Schumacher directed, wrote and directed the, the, the last two. I think he... Which Batman Forever gets a bum rap, but it's Batman Forever's bad. good. I think he wrote another script that was going to star Clint Eastwood as old Batman. There was one that... Batman they were going to do like a, a Dark Knight. Uh-huh. With like the old Batman being being Clint Eastwood. That would have been some shit. I liked hearing that stuff. Too. No, I want to see that Clint Eastwood fucking Wolverine, like old... Uh, old Man Wolverine should be Clint old, Eastwood. Old Man dude. Logan. Old Man Logan. They're, they're talking that for the third movie. That's a kick-ass have you, fucking have you, comic, have dude. You, I've read it. You've read it? I've read it. They're dude. talking old... They're talking, That's I mean, a they're, great graphic You're not going to be able to do like Hawkeye or the symbiote dinosaurs. Um, I'm glad you've read it. You can do the mutant hulks, like the, the inbred hulk children. Because they're probably... Because, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like this nuclear wasteland. Oh, it's... And, we'll talk about off-air. We'll talk okay, about off-air. Okay, okay, but okay. Old Man Logan... this is a sports show. <laughs> It's cool. It's a sports show, but we got to talk about soccer. Three, every, Hold on. Every, it's a sports show, but we got to talk about soccer. Soccer <laughs> ties biting and backing in. Ready? Go. Dick goals and biting. <laughs> I had to let Doug go first because Doug this wanted to makes scream. Me dick want goal. to watch soccer, and I don't like sports. Here, you know why? I, I, I'm they, gonna... they took down. They took down no, all of the no, videos no. of it. But what was his name? Clint Clint Dempsey, which is. Something like By the that. way, should have been the main character in Transformers Four. Way better name than Clay. It than is Kate a pretty. Yeager. It's a pretty tough Clint, name. Clint Dempsey. <laughs> that's goddamn American. And I think his dick might smoke cigarettes. Just saying. You know what's weird though? You look at the guy. Totally doesn't look American. Sure, I don't know, but his fucking dick scored <laughs> sure. a goal. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just. Um, not it's, like the one that Doug made us watch, because he didn't actually show us the video. He just said, "No, you guys looked it up." Oh, the dude running with his floppiest balls, <laughs> whacking it into a soccer ball. Like everyone's like, different kind of dick goal, but no, no, same, same. His was actually a dick goal. We have discovered that you can look it up on YouTube, folks. It'll be good for you. It's there. It just put dick goal. <laughs> and there it is. It comes up real quick. What, what I it find smacks you in the face. I, I got to say this because it's just... So a, to speak. It's just another reason why I'm like, why, why is this such a big deal? The United States wins a goal, a big, big time goal, um, or wins a game. Their first, um, their first match. Goal. That's, that's huge. Uh, is that a, that's the win, right? Who'd they beat? They beat Portugal. Ghana. 
No, they beat Ghana. Yeah, yeah, they Ghana. They beat Ghana. Because yeah. Portugal was the second. Portugal's the one that tied them. They tied. They should have won. No, we lost. Uh, we lost to Germany. You're right. You're right. I know. I'm saying it. He's looking at it. No, I'm not. I'm trying to find the whole tree of who's left in it. Of Dickel. Um, no, and then we and we get tied by Portugal, and then we lose to Germany. So basically, we win, then we tie, then we lose. We don't win our last two games. We only have to win thirty three percent of the games to get into the round of sixteen. And everyone's like, the United States absolutely deserves this and just played hard and like they just lost and tied. I, I don't understand that part of it. I won't. But then, but I will also. Hold on, I'll be done after this. I, I the next day, everyone's like, and then they backed in. I think it was just to blow smoke on air. Like so everyone can pretend like they like it's amazing. I mean, even Lexi Lalas was like, no one, no one will care after this. Like at the end of it, it'll be back to normal. But I mean, that's what it takes. And for Americans to be happy about their soccer is that they didn't get destroyed and somehow managed to move on. I, Weird. What what I'll say for as far as the backing in something everybody could keep in mind to still be if you want to be excited about soccer, I used to play and refereed soccer for a very long time, so I can actually watch it and it doesn't bother me. I don't sit and watch it on Sundays or anything. Premier League comes on, I could give a fuck. It's like... Does it come on? It's it's it more fun. fun. It's more fun when you think of them as... It uh, is actually on TV frequently. The Premier League is... You can watch it What channel? Uh, it's either NBC or ESPN. ESPN? Every week? It's news to me. It is. It is, in fact, on TV on a regular basis. <laughs> um, well, good for them. If you want to see uh, maybe hockey, a silver lining, and if you want to say maybe the U.S. deserved it because we are robbed of you know five minutes of stoppage time that turned into a almost literally last second goal. All they had to do was just stop the shot and kick the ball across the field for thirty seconds, and game's over. We beat Portugal. Um, we lose to Germany. It was a close uh, loss. That clo- that that loss was played in heavy rain. Mm-hmm. So and it was a one goal loss. So and it was you know really a tough tough bracket to be in. It was the toughest bracket to be in. So there's still a lot to be excited about if you if you enjoy I don't know rooting for your team for patriotism. Kind of thing. Oh, well, I'm not going to root against him. I'm I, not rooting against him. I mean, if you're going to do it as far as like being maybe just being patriotic and you want to be uh, be excited about it, not just go into it thinking, oh, well, we backed in. Well, yeah, we backed in, thankfully, but we played well enough to back in. So we're just just accept it for what it is. That's just the way the FIFA runs the brackets. How they play soccer tournaments. That's how all soccer tournaments are run. You earn points for. Point spreads, you've earned points for shutouts, you're, all that stuff. That happens all the time in soccer. So you just don't score a lot. And that's, you know, luckily we did back in. So maybe we are kind of good enough to hang What, are the, the what do you think left. their chances are against a team like Belgium, which I know nothing about? <laughs> I like their this. waffles. Oh, I, I like they play in Europe. Well. So anytime they're playing a European team, it's going to be tougher. You would imagine, because that's what they do. That's literally their shit right there. So, you know what I mean? Like, it would be like if somebody from, say, Belgium came and played, I don't know, Vanderbilt. (laughs) (laughs) It would be like, I don't like Belgium's chances here. They're playing an SEC college team. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to get raped. I got you. tell me it's not fun to watch soccer and just imagine that it's like a giant foosball table. 
Sometimes, sometimes I go, that's the middle guy. Oh, and when he like smacks it it into his own goal, it's like, oh, it's because I spun it backwards. (laughs) Move that goalie. I just watch it going, this is God's foosball. And like, not no, this is God's game. But I'm like, no, no, there's some idiot child and this is their game. Uh, There you go. No, I don't think that's fun at all. I hate it. Doug, Doug did want to bring up about how biting is. I awesome. really that was that was nice. I like the. I would the watch it if more right? people. The elbow didn't even hit him. Like the dude threw the elbow, but it missed the guy that bit him completely. The biter flops and he's like, oh, but the guy that got bit in the shoulder went down. Like there was no mark, <laughs> but he did bite him. Everyone saw that. But they're all oh, floppers. It's the third time he's bitten someone, uh, he. Got a uh, was it four month suspension? Four month suspension, one hundred twenty two thousand uh, for making fine. for making soccer interesting. Um, you say he made it interesting, but if oh, it doesn't stupid. make because the game, did it anyone makes the after really give a shit? Okay, the U.S. is in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, whatever. What it, no, what it does is it, it pisses me off about sportsmanship in other countries. Basically, is what it does because that kind of shit goes on all the fucking time. Soccer is where you go to a, a World Cup game, and I've heard this firsthand from people that were there. You hear outward racist stuff, like they see a, a black guy playing playing soccer, and they're saying racist things to them over and over again. You know, that's that's what I hear. Whether it's uh, Chicanos, Latinos, anything, African American, African, everything. Or... They just make fun of everybody. They and, and it's racially charged, and that's just like another thing about the sportsmanship of this of the great game that is soccer. Like it's such a, I just I think it's despicable, dude. I fucking think those guys are scum. <laughs> I hate them. I do. I mean, sports <laughs> because they're ethnic the or because they're biters? No, because it's a racist-ass sport. Oh. Like, you don't like someone because they're from a different country than you, and you want to destroy them. And you're going to make fun of that country. You're going to make fun of their ethnicity. You're going to make fun of their women. You're going to make fun of what they export, what they import, and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's directly like that. Well, let's be honest. No, my Italians. <clears throat> well, um, let's, let's take that part out of it completely. <clears throat> just say... So does Brazil or Argentina win? <laughs> The ladybugs. Well, Germany. We we take that out of the way completely and go with, if soccer, I mean, if they if they, a made the field just a little bit smaller and b. Indoor soccer is entertaining. Didn't flop so much. I mean, it's so irritating to watch. It's rampant. Like how many times you see? It's like what's what I hate. Just what I hate most. The guy, flops, gets the call. And then continues to like writhe in pain on the mm. ground, and you're like, and the trainer comes out and pats him on, on the back yeah. and well, tells him you're a, a good guy, you're going to be okay. It's very big. It's just so like people want to say, oh, this is how it, oh, oh, those football players they wear pads. Yeah, well, I would take a football player. Every day of the week, I bet you they're way better athletes. Do you want to play on a football team? Jaws of let's play steel. let's play flag football with the football players. Put the soccer players against the football players. Play flag soccer. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know who's gonna win, but I know who's gonna be faster. I know who's gonna be bigger. Soccer. I know who's gonna be stronger. I was joking. Oh. I know. I know when they foul you, you're not gonna be on the ground. <laughs> you won't be flopping. You won't be flopping. You're, you're gonna, gonna be, be on the ground, like literally holding your knee. Or score a touchdown with their dick. It, see, here's the thing, is in other sports, when somebody bites you, you turn around and punch them in the face. You just throw yourself on the ground and scream like a little baby. Try to get the call. Oh, yeah, like the Vander Holyfield. He, well, he actually, actually, he like jumped up and down and screamed like a baby. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. Good call. <laughs> I don't remember seeing it, but his ear got bit off. 
It wasn't a little his ear was by some little sissy. His ear was it was Mike Tyson off. biting your fucking ear. Now that's a big bite. So I'm saying there's little bigger <laughs> bites in the fucking FIFA. What you're saying is they should have allowed the Tyson fight to continue. All I'm saying. Yeah. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. Does he need his ear to box? No. Do you need to keep biting and play soccer? No. So let him bite. All I'm saying. What are we talking about? How to make golf interesting? He said all I'm saying three times. <laughs> and then he started texting. All I'm saying is that losing the Super Bowl 45-8 to eight is better than winning the MLS whatever they win. <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it is when you win. I'm major sure it's some kind of cup. It's, it's always better oh, than that, was, uh, that was Colorado a couple years, was yes. a couple years ago. Yes, I ran into all four people that were celebrating it downtown. They had scarves, and they kept going, Ole! Everyone just kept looking at them like, what are you doing here? Go away! Because no one cares. They're all, go away? <laughs> and you're like, no, <laughs> die. It's a little too hot for your <laughs> Then Gonzo was like, go! <laughs> and then he bit them. <laughs> I'm a fucking bite. And then he bit them. All right, I want to talk sports real quick. Tim Lincecum throws another no-hitter against the same team. Tragically, the same team that Tony Gwynn played for. They just passed away. Tony Gwynn, mad props. Tony Gwynn. Mad props. Best hitter ever. Best hitter I ever saw. Uh, Lincecum has two no-hitters against the same team. Um, Just another testament. The reason I like him is because he's been suspended three times for smoking pot. And he just comes back so and he's biting one, the dope. He's one of the best pitchers in the game. Um, so basically, every time he needs to take some time off, Doug, he just smokes a little. He just earth. smokes a bowl, gets a month off, comes back, and he's the <laughs> best pitcher in the game. Wins a Cy Young, wins World Series, throws no hitters. Um, I, I love, I love that guy. He's fucking cool. Uh, there was one more thing that I saw that I thought was pretty cool. That's gonna lead into uh, my my fastball for Mr. Silva over here. Um, I was reading. Earlier this week about Deshaun Jackson, and he was questioned because he got supposedly traded because of his ties to people that no one ever pointed out who they were, what they'd done, whatever it was. It was kind of a railroad job, in my opinion. They just got rid of him because they were tired of his shit. They whatever his shit that. was. I don't know what it was. Though. Catching hey. touchdowns, winning games. Yeah, I don't, I just, that's, that was the funny part. Um, but he was asked in an interview, like not about any certain people or anything, but who he if he would cut ties with those people and he said no he's like i'm not doing anything wrong i'm not involved in not involved in bad things i'm you know he he does things to make his community better he sponsors kids and shit he's he's a good dude i mean he just he might be a, a showboat and whatnot but my question to you for this fastball question is facing the same thing like being let go from work traded Shunned upon by certain people that you you need to have look upon you in a, in a good light, would you abandon what they would call bad friends? Ready, set, go. I feel like this is like a therapy question. <laughs> would I abandon my bad friends? Am I making all the money they're making? Any any way you want to put it. Any yeah, way I want. Say to you're put. say you're Ryan Silva. <clears throat> well, because I, I I feel like I feel like if we're going with Ryan Silva. You know, NFL player, which would never in any universe happen. Um, if we're going there, and that's, I mean, ah, people you grow up with, you always look at like your friends are your family, right? So you get to choose your friends. That's they're they're almost closer to you than family at times 
because you pick them. You choose to hang out with them. You you can cut ties with them the next day. But at the same time, I mean, sometimes you got to realize that they're not headed in the same direction necessarily that you are headed. They're not going to be able to do the same things that you're going to be able to do because you have the money, and most of the time, guess what? They don't. You're going to have to make some new friends. Nobody says you have to, like, never speak to them again, but... I mean, realistically, is it realistic for you to hang out with a bunch of dudes who don't have the means to even do the kinds of things you want to do anymore? I mean, you're almost paying for their entertainment just to keep their company, just so that you can stay on somebody's good side. For I mean, I don't know. Sometimes a lot of these dudes come from a neighborhood where, like, that dude had your back. He saved your life. That's, that's the kind of neighborhoods that some of these guys come up in. So it's kind of hard for you to turn your back on somebody who you look at like a brother, somebody who's like a savior to you. Would I do it? I couldn't tell you because I do not make a lot of money. <laughs> Never made a lot of money. Are you saying would I dump you if I made a lot of money? Probably not. So, so what I'm what I'm getting out of here is that if Ryan was a superstar, he'd be going to places that his friends couldn't afford, making it rain. <laughs> Selling out like a bitch, basically, is what Silva's gonna do. He's gonna be Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> hey, don't make fun of Pac-Man. He follows. He'd uh, be more like Barnaby Jones, wouldn't he? By the way, Pac-Man, he followed us before we even followed him. So what's up? What's up? Well, I love some Pac-Man. He follow. He follows like six. I love some Pac-Man. Follows sixty-three thousand people. I love some Pac-Man, but, but he's a part. He did he, it before. He, he gets we down. Even there. He gets down. He gets down. This one's for Pac-Man. We're out of coffee, apparently. No, there's there's another cup. Oh, I saved okay. it for you. I saved it for you. Um, well, we're getting about done with the show. Are you thinking about some dugouts? Are you ready for some? I am. Some witty witty answers. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see. The, we'll see about the witty questions. Lincecum or Ralph Wiggins? <laughs> oh man, Wiggins are coming. See, that's where I knew he was going to go with it. You knew he was going right. Always to coming, come. right to come. Well, I guess I'm the only one that's got the questions ready for you. Ralph Macchio or Jaden Smith? Shit. Or Jane Smith? Jaden Smith. Oh, Ralph Macchio. Dio or Ozzy? Ozzy. Black Sabbath or Heaven and Hell? Well, they're technically the same thing. No, they're not. (laughs) They're much different. Black Sabbath. Gotta be Black Sabbath. I'm sorry, African American Sabbath. <laughs> I don't think that's another point. No. No. Bruce Dickinson or that dickhead who sang before him? <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Dickinson. Bon Scott or Brian Johnson? Bon Scott. Randy Rhodes or Zach or Wild? Stop. Randy Rhodes. You'd really take Bon Scott over Brian Johnson? Yeah. The best album they ever did was with Brian Johnson. Uh, Back in Black? Yeah. That's their best record. That was, this, that was the first album with them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's their best record by far. So the Bon Scott. Gotta go through Attitude. I just don't know if Back in Black would have ever come out of either that. Oh, it's God, amazing. No. It's amazing no. that band was able to maintain. No, it would have gone in a radically different direction, but um, After, Angus Young, I mean... The guitar, guitar riffs have still been there. Very much so. Doug, sports biting 
or Flojo. <laughs> One is an inappropriate thing done by people of certain ethnicities in a grand arena. The other is fighting in soccer. <laughs> the other is sports fighting. <laughs> with tutus or some little soccer player with cool hair? Well, the Shutus did have cool little hair, if you think about it. it and they were biters. They were definitely better biters. What do you say, Uruguayans? Mm-hmm. Is that a is that what they are? Are Ur- they Uruguayans? Uruguayans. Uruguayanites, or what Shutus? <laughs> was that, that that was a no no no, no. Okay. <laughs> just Uruguayanians? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. This is I mean I, this is like such as I think I think people get this wrong all the time. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Oh shit. What do you mean they get that wrong? I mean, people get it wrong. How? I think they made better music with Sammy Hagar. Really? Yeah, I really do. 5150 and OU812 were really good records. I mean, I mean, David, who is David Lee Roth? What did he do without Van Halen? Dave. Nothing. What did, he, what Nothing. did, what did Hagar do? A Nothing. lot without oh Cabo Wabo, dude. Uh, did uh, you have you heard of music before? You met my uncle. Who gives? Well, he actually co owns. Okay, so he obviously has no idea uncle. who Sammy Hagar is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna educate you. You go ahead and look that up. Okay. He's every bit as good of a guitar player as Eddie Van Halen, and he was in bands way before that. He has hits way before Van Halen. Like this is the dugout or the Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. You comment on your stuff. It's like you haven't talked all episode. You get to go, baby. Good to go. David Lee Roth. Okay, okay. Mm. I, I, I like to, I, and I get booed all the time for that, but I like to banter with you sometimes, buddy. I'm sorry I brought you thunder. You got your shield. My first unofficial concert was David Lee Roth, era of Van Halen. That's awesome. Unofficial, like you were in the belly? Mm-hmm. But I was moving around. He was in utero. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Eight months pregnant. I wasn't. My mom was <laughs> Like it's it's hard to get away from with like, me. the initial with me. the initial band. Let's be perfectly clear on all of the points about that. David Lee Roth was not pregnant with my mom, is what I'm saying. On that note, <laughs> David Lee Roth sucks. Do some splits. <laughs>